Welcome to the Tour Coach here in 2023, another year of the stories, the conversations, the roundtable discussions that come from my travels on the PGA and the Corn Ferry Tours, along with my teaching down at Old Palm and Palm Beach Gardens, or here in my studio in Mobile, Alabama. These are the stories and the guests and the people that I run into that I bring to you to help you enjoy playing the game of golf, learning about the game of golf, or learning how to teach the game of golf. I hope you'll enjoy my travels, my conversations, and you enjoy being on this journey with me. But I also want to remind you that this journey and bringing it to you wouldn't be possible without a special thanks to our longtime sponsors. First and foremost, Strixon and Cleveland Golf, Vineyard Vines, Bushnell Golf, and Buick GMC. Without those, the tour coach and all these travels wouldn't be possible, wouldn't be possible to bring these conversations to you. I hope you'll enjoy sitting in with me on another version here of the tour coach. All right, so sitting in here, we're doing a special tour coach tonight. This is at the home of Jackson Court. Um, we've got Erica Shepard, Jackson Court, Ben Carr, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite all-time college amateur tour players that I don't teach, Mason Williams. And we had a heck of a day working. Mason, what are you laughing at? But uh, a Very long introduction. Yeah, I mean, you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> We're going to get into the tennis ball in a little bit. But uh, we've had a heck of a day. And you're going to have to share the mic with Shepard because she, she's kind of the focal point this evening. But um, anyways, Jackson, it was a great day working, kind of like a mini golf camp in before regionals. Easier for everybody to come uh, come over here to your new. First of all, wife is doing a week. Yes. Uh, what a great host. Yeah. Great Mexican food. Emilio would be proud. They were soft shells, and I thought the rice. I didn't know it came out of a packet, but it was exceptional. And real Mexican candy. And real Mexican candy. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, uh, go ahead. Let's let's talk. Let's yeah. get rolling. Bring up some good topics. It was a good day today. Had the gang out to Atlantic Beach Country Club. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Super cool place. Awesome place. Really cool to see you at a at a good spot. Uh, you know, I, I thought the cool part was the members, everybody in the staff, how they made you feel welcome. Thought it was really cool. It was yeah. nice, and and for me to feel welcome there with you too was awfully nice. Yeah, it was really good. So, and we got some good work in, um, and the golf course is really good too. Oh, I like that golf course a lot. You know, last time I was there, I had a heart attack. Yep. Right? Um, it's when I was caddying for Tom Lovelady. And Tom got in a fight. And Tom got in a fight. <laughs> Tom got in a fight with Brad Hopfinger. And, uh, Shout out, Brad. Anyways, uh, so, but I love the golf course. I think it's, I always judge a golf course by, like, not just how these guys and girls would play it, but, like, could a regular, I was watching members tee off all day because they had that mixed uh Alternate shot. It was a couple's alternate yeah. shot. What about seeing our old boy Luke Guthrie out there yeah. today? Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so um, I thought the golf course is playable for any skill level. Like you can advance, you know, you can have fun out there no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was really good, and I think you brought up a good topic uh, yesterday mm-hmm. about how these three are obviously great golfers, and they're um, wrapping up uh, some great college careers mm-hmm. and about to take the next step into some professional golf two two from georgia southern yep. obviously and one from duke eric is leaving duke and so unless we talk her into transferring to georgia southern in the middle of the night or something like that i'm just kidding but uh um um anyways now i thought it'd be cool to get these three together because uh getting ready to turn pro it's a big 
summer ahead when you have folks turn pro. I've had a few folks do it, and it's uh, you know it's a big change, obviously you know big step for them. And so uh, I thought what we did today was good prep and and good work. And one of the things you know we're going to elaborate on it, but I also thought it was cool watching them interact and kind of help each other. I thought the stuff Ben told Erica about aim and playing was good and different. I, th- I, I always told you, Erica, on the golf course. I always think it's cool to get good players together and then just kind of sit back, have a high noon, and watch them do some work. Yeah. With any part of their game, really. Mm-hmm. On the golf course, I think, is great. Short game's awesome, putting full swing. And, and I like when you have time, too. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel rushed and you get to kind of hang out. and Creates a good atmosphere. So mm-hmm. what, uh, what was everybody else's favorite part of the day? Let's start with Erica. Oh. She's new. Erica Shepard, new to the fam yeah favorite part of the day um other than just spending time with these guys i would say um that was a nice touch yeah yeah kind of like well done the flag (laughs) (laughs) on we went to on the course after being on the range for a few hours and on about the second hole um i was not hitting the ball very well after having a good range session and Ben you Carr. You see the frustration go up, too. Yeah. Like, you could see you're getting pissed. Yeah, a little pissed. But Ben just kind of took a second, and he he stayed back when I was about to hit another ball. We were trying to figure out some, like, aim stuff, and Ben just asked if he could say something, and he, he said something. He no, he, he said. Yes, I, was I, I think he was going to say it no matter what, but I said, yeah, and... Um, he just said, you know, it's easy to, to forget it, but you're just out here playing golf and like your targets just, you're not picking a good target. And all you have to do is pick the target that like basically takes the water out of play and the wind's going that way. It was towards the water. So just aim for the right. And like, you're swinging good. I was watching on the range. And so that kind of just freed me up and gave me some confidence. And so, yeah, I think that that just meant a lot. I don't get to play with a lot of guys. Um, being a girl, so just having someone's advice who's so good at golf, um, there's been a lot, and I'd say that was the, the highlight of my Let day. Let me ask what, so serious question here. Yeah. We know I don't teach a ton of women had issues, but, uh, <laughs> but like, how different is it play, like, is the guy's approach, is it way different than, like, is it different for you playing with, Mm-hmm. Two guys like this versus, I mean, you just played in Nanwa. I mean, so you play with the very best. Like, what's the right. difference? I'm just curious. Like, how do you look at it as different? And what what do you take out of it? Like, like you know, you've played with some of the best women in the world. You're playing with best amateurs, soon to be pros. Like, what can you take from each? And is it different? Mm-hmm. It is very different. I would say guys are able to enjoy it more and I totally respect how guys are I feel like they're able to play with their friends and like genuinely want what's best like they want their friends to play well and like they're able to offer advice to their friends um, even if they're teeing up with them next week so I think that's something that is totally different and then also guys just like every single time you guys play I feel like you can't just play for nothing and I love that like I grew up playing with my brother and it was always for something and then it's very hard to find a girl who, like, wants to play a game or something. Um, I think that might have something to do with how, like, girls' dads are often, like, super involved and, like, always there. That's such a great point. How yeah. So I think that we could learn a lot 
from guys. I mean, I think a lot of guys maybe could like, I mean, girls are extremely focused, especially in golf. Um, so maybe some guys could learn from that, but I think that playing with guys for me definitely teaches me how to like free up and enjoy it and still play for something. Um, even while, while getting better. So it's great. Mason. What was my favorite part of the day? Yeah. Just talk and lightness. <laughs> uh, and all Other honestly, than the high noons. Well, we were going to skip that. But I was probably just going to say dinner after at the courts house. I mean, Abby cooked a phenomenal meal. We had tacos here, like we already said. Soft shell. Shout out Emilio. She's digging into brownies right now. And thank God I'm about to have With one. With vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup. Everybody that listens to the podcast knows that's my thing. <laughs> And honestly, just getting to hang out with everybody after, uh, you know, maybe this wasn't one of our more serious practice sessions that we've ever had. What? But maybe I'll take that out. We'll edit that. Yeah, well, mind. but like, just because it was serious doesn't mean it wasn't good. Oh, wholeheartedly. I think agree. it was really good. Mm-hmm. I learned more today. I got my chest back finally and have hit a draw for the first time in a couple months. Shout out Jackson. Shout out Tony for the tennis ball. Tennis ball. There's a tennis ball. Yep. But just hanging out with everybody and get to share stories and kind of break bread and just get to hear some stories from everybody and get to get a little bit more comfortable on a personal level, I think is honestly a little bit more fun. You know this, like, and I think it's the old Italian thing in me, like, I... You're Italian, too. Mason, you're Italian? Oh, yeah. What's your name? Mason Williams O? <laughs> Williams Rigatini? What is it? My mom's maiden name is Romeo. Wow. I did not know that. No, I, you officially fair. now are my favorite guy I don't teach. Although, I'll be honest, after the little tennis ball tip, we'll probably write Jackson a text tomorrow, but I'll handle that for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> um, man, I lost my train of thought. Oh, being Italian and all, I, I, it's always been cool to me to like get everybody together to have dinner. And you know that from the years we've worked <laughs> together. Brownies and ice cream are on the table. Abby, you're um, the best. Shout out Abby Court. Uh, that one's for you. But I think it's I, it's a big deal to me. Like I love doing this. I love us all eating together and hanging out because I feel like it's more family. And, and I think that's part of the learning pro. I've just always stumbled into doing it, always thought it's fun, but... I, I think it's a cool deal. And I'm so impressed you're Italian. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ben, what about you? What would you like today? This will be good. Great question, Tony. Um, <laughs> you know, my favorite part about today was I showed up digging the toe into the ground and just wiping it at everything. And it took us a little while, but once we learned that the band was the Bible... I think we were able to kind of flatten it out a little bit, get that left arm across the uh, trail shoulder. All right, so go ahead and tell everybody what we did with the band because there's yep. nerds out there and golf geeks that'll right. want to net out. Yep. Um, so we had, oh yeah, we had uh, one end of the band under my left foot. I'm a right, I'm a righty, so it was under my left foot, and the other end of the band was in my hands as I gripped the club, and um, yeah, just made a backswing with the band and. Tried to feel um, some depth and, and resistance and get loaded into my right side. And I think once we were able to do that, I uh, was able to hit the ball pretty well and took it out to the course. And, um, yeah, excited for uh, regionals in postseason. Mm-hmm. Jackson, you got a mouthful of chocolate? 
mouthful of chocolate. That was really good. Um, obviously, I want to ask him a little bit more about his short game. I think but, he's done good. I'll toot his horn. I think he's done done really good. Uh, he had talked about it too about how he's learned how to practice some of his short game stuff and take it to the golf course and apply it to situations instead of like when we maybe used to work or times in the past where he'd get a feel and think he could take it to the golf course right away similar to full swing stuff where then you go to the golf course and that feel under certain situations or shots or circumstances might not apply but I think he's done a, a really good job at that and it's um, starting to show in competition you know which I think is um, a sign of change actually taking place because it's hard to get it to go from the range to the golf course which is something I've been thinking a lot about and I know Mason and I have talked a lot about like how to get that to go to the golf course quicker and obviously good players are super impatient because they know what it's like when it's really good and um, I think he's done a great job with his short game in that regard and kind of like trusting that and learning how to do it. What do you think helps people take it to the golf course quicker? Mm. So part of this has come from my talk with Mason and I picked, um, I actually was messaging Andy Ogletree on Instagram and I picked Vince Cavello's brain who's out there at Atlantic Beach today too. And they all talked about how um, their warm-up every day and Emilio and their warm-up is incredibly important every day and how when they do the same things and they have the same drills and it's more with wedges Mm -hmm. and they start with like basic stuff and they like they kind of work from like contact into flights and curvature and then they start to grow the motion because you know if it's the same from like waist to waist going through it and they can control the face and they just grow the motion because everybody says it doesn't feel the same every day good yeah which Mason's wanted it to feel the same for the last year and a half. And it, it, just, it just doesn't, doesn't happen. Um, so I think it's been really interesting. And like Vince had talked about how when he hits wedge shots uh, before a tournament round too, like he's a little bit more free and he's not, like Greg Carton talks about, like not being super target specific and just kind of hitting it out there. And he just talks about how, he, how he's being aware He's like how he's moving, where the contact is, kind of like opening up his senses to what's going on for the day. Interesting. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And Emilio talked about the same thing about how he does that with his wedges and about how the work with you and he's got like a clear picture and plan for what he's doing. So then he goes to the range, he sets his sticks down and he does his ball count with his wedges and he does his drills like with the band. And then he does his flight work stuff. All of a sudden, like, I mean, he's 20 minutes into hitting balls. He knows where the ball's going, and he really hasn't done a ton with a swing. But um, I'm big on, as you know, and Eric and I talked a little bit. We were just standing on the side BSing. But, like, I think if you leave a lesson and you got 12 things that you're working on, like, I think it's the teacher's job to simplify that down to three or four things. I don't think the player should have to figure it out, right? I mean, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not bad to say, is it? Um, but I, I, I was just saying, like, I think that's the teacher's job is to figure out what your three things are, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if there's anything we do a decent job at, is I think we don't confuse you very much. And 
don't give you too much. That's really good tea. And it's hard to do sometimes. So, Ben. <laughs> what? So, let's... let's What's talk. up, Tony? Oh, so, Ben, let's... What did you learn from Augusta? What was the biggest takeaway from Augusta? And then, Erica, talk about your biggest takeaway from Anwa. Biggest takeaway from Augusta? Um, definitely kind of saw how the pros went about a tournament week. Um this this is that's not my biggest takeaway, but I'm gonna eventually get to my biggest takeaway. Um, I think just learning how they approach a week as big as the Masters. I think that's probably. I mean, all it's that's the week that they've marked in their calendar, the, the, their biggest week of the year, and you know they're not out there on Monday searching. They're out there learning the golf course, learning how it's changing from day to day, getting their body ready every morning and uh, every afternoon. And uh, was lucky enough for, to have Tony and Jackson hook me up with Colby Wayne. And um, how different did that? How different was that from other tournaments you played? Or like, how different did you feel like you were through the week, having for the first time had somebody like Colby, where you did you did the training in the morning, you did the tr- before you played, and then you did the treatment afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I felt like my body was in great shape all week. I mean. The first time I saw him was on Monday, and he kicked my ass a little bit. And uh, Tuesday, he kicked my ass a little less. Wednesday, wasn't so bad. And Thursday morning, uh, felt like I was in a really good spot. And, you know, each day I felt like I was just able to move better when I when I left his little gym and um, was able to take what me and Tony were working on. And um, it just kind of seemed a little easier every day. And, you know, by Thursday or Friday, I was swinging it really well and, yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned is that, um, I mean, those guys, their games, I mean, it's not a whole lot different from, you know, a, a really good college player. Um, I think Sam proved that uh, somebody at the college and amateur level can compete against the best players in the world, and um, he gave me and I think a lot of other people confidence uh, moving forward. Um, so, yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned is that I belong out there and so do a lot of other people in my position. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's not really what I expected. I kind of expected to get there and feel really out of place and feel like, and maybe thought I was going to get my ass kicked. And that's just not really what happened. I think I kind of, I mean, I had a great chance to make the cut and I mean, putts, they just, they didn't drop. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just think anybody that has, a really solid game and has some confidence in themselves can can go to a major and compete and uh, Sam Sam proved that so That's yeah good. so it was cool to see that Erica so you've played in how many and was Augusta National Women's um, Am for those listening that don't know I believe that was my fourth okay last one thank God she didn't miss the cut with me <laughs> that would have been the end uh, made the cut mm-hmm Played really some nice golf on the back nine there at Augusta. That was my first trip ever to the women's amateur there. Uh, I thought it was a cool experience. I, I really did, and the way they treated you, everything was cool. But mm-hmm. what did you t- – obviously different in that it's not a professional major, but to me it seems like one of the most important things in the women's game that's mm-hmm. happened. Um, what did you What did you take from your fourth and last Augusta women's amateur? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, it's not the Masters, but it definitely means a lot. In women's amateur golf, it's definitely the biggest tournament, maybe except for like the USAM. Um, but the annual previous, so the 2022 mm-hmm. annual, um, I missed the cut, and I had made the cut the previous two years, and I it was kind of just an eye opening moment that my golf game was like not where I wanted it to be, especially with professional golf looming in the near future. So I kind of, the winter after that, I decided to find basically Tony, started working with Tony. Um, I'm here. You could just say me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So made some changes and I put a lot of, (laughs) I put a lot of pressure on doing well, this annual, knowing that it was my last one. Um, even back in like January, we were, me and Jackson and Tony, we were all talking about preparing for Augusta. And so that was definitely a big, a big week for me. And Tony was out there for the practice round. And just to be able to make the cut kind of just proved to myself that I am on the right track and that the changes that I've been making are good. Um, I think it's easy to doubt when you're struggling with like something new. So I think just finally having that moment where I played well, made the cut. Only the low thirty girls make the cut. It's a tough cut to make. I yeah. didn't realize till I went there. Like, I mean, top thirty players to make a cut in a big yeah. field's pretty dang yeah. tough, you know. And the first two rounds are a Champions Retreat, which is like a really big, it's good, big ballpark, hard golf course. So I think that it's definitely the best thirty players that end up making the cut and. So just to have that confidence booster, um, and my first nine holes at Augusta, the final round, I started on the back nine, Mm -hmm. and on holes 13 and 15, I had 195 yards into both and hit a five iron to about 20 feet on each hole. So just to have that in my memory bank. That's a pretty big, those are two pretty big (laughs) Two big hits. Two big hits, yeah. So just to kind of have that to... To feed off of when I'm not feeling great, it's it's good. Um, would have loved to finish a little higher that final round, but overall, just like that week was super important for me and heading into my pro golf career. So I knew from I, I could tell when we started working how big you had made that week be mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah, you know, and when you kind of hinted or said something about us getting together, I was like, you know what, I'll go. I mean, I could tell that was a big week for you yeah and it was and that's cool to have seen you play well and and get get kind of over that first hurdle even though people like to message us and say we're struggling right but, uh, <laughs> so that's a good lesson to learn that's a good lesson to learn mm-hmm. a lot of people along the way mm-hmm. are going to come in and everybody wants trying. to message you oh and yeah to, everybody that's just the nature of the business yep. now it is i mean we we talked about that jackson i talk about it all the time Every, I think that's the hard part, and you're going to find it in professional golf too. Like, mm-hmm. I think the hardest part about coaching young people out there is they go out there, and all of a sudden there's all these people around you, and you get more attention than you've ever had. And so you play bad one day. There's always somebody there that's willing to give you help, and they really aren't doing it because they give a shit about you. They're doing it because they're hoping they tell you one thing and you play good, whether it's because of them or not, and then they get to make money off you. You know, It's a tough deal. Go ahead. Sorry, I rambled there. No, that was great. The story about, like, the I think it was one of the first. Oh, yeah, we got another bottle of wine, T. The, um, <laughs> it was uh, one of the first tour events I got to go to you, go to with you. And uh, 
Lucas was hitting drivers on the range, and somebody with a chef mm. company comes up and is not like just asking what's going on, but in the way of what you oh, guys were trying to do. In the way. Gives him a shaft to hit, and I'm talking Lucas hits four snap hooks. And pissed off, hands the shaft back to him. The guy walks away, and I was like, oh boy. Like, now Lucas is pissed. And Lucas goes right back to himself, purposely hit those snap hooks Mm -hmm. to get the guy to leave. He was the king of doing that. That was one of the cool things with him. He, If somebody was coming up at times trying to, like always coming up, he would hit bad shots on purpose so that they'd leave and go figure something else out. So he could do his stuff. So he could do his stuff. It was pretty cool. And I, you know, at first I couldn't, but by the end, I obviously could tell when he was doing it because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe looking at you, that'd be. But people are, people might not always have your best interest. Yeah. So, Mason, you got. What's up, T? <laughs> All you, baby. Oh, we got. Um, how excited are you for, I mean. Amateur series? We're not. We're not going to let him do the amateur series, and no offense to the amateur series, but Mason's turning pro after NCAA's. We're announcing it here on the tour, coach. It's the decision. This is like when LeBron <laughs> picked, picked Miami. He's taking his talents Very not soon. to the not to the amateur tour. Okay, um, you're too good. What uh, What are you looking forward to about? So what are you going to miss about college golf? And what are you looking forward to about the next chapter? Really good question. Um, I have my moments. <laughs> this, and by the way, this ice cream and brownie is yeah, spectacular. Another shout out to Abby Court. Um, <laughs> um, but I would honestly say, if she goes into labor tonight, though, we got Jackson, <laughs> a catcher, a catcher's mitt, and we're going to go Instagram live. Mm-hmm. At Do Sweeper Golf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I would say my what I'm going to miss most about college golf is just the camaraderie between everybody and being able to go out to the facility at Southern and practice with everybody. And mm-hmm. if you ever have a question about anything or want to learn more about why something is happening. <laughs> You can always just ask, and you'll get an answer. And if you want to play a chipping game, you're going to have somebody to play with. And if you if you ever want to go play nine holes, you're always going to have somebody to play with. And I think kind of like Erica was saying earlier about always having kind of somebody that's rooting for you mm-hmm. and trying to beat you at the same time, that's a really overlooked part of college golf and why I think a lot of really good players come out of there and just learn a bunch from there. Um, I but to answer the second part, what am I looking forward to in the next chapter? I mean, there's so many different things. Looking forward to just learning about how everything works. I feel like going into pro golf right now feels like how I felt going into college golf as a high schooler, where it was like good. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't really know much about how it worked or how getting recruited went, and I feel like it's a very similar transition to how it feels like going to pro golf. So, truthfully, I'm just looking forward to learning and getting kind of thrown into the fire and seeing how my game stacks up to everybody else. I know Ben's played on a big level here, and it's been really fun to watch him play. It's been really fun to see that, like, my peer is doing exactly what I want to do. So I feel like that gives me confidence moving forward and 
just looking forward to the future. It's going to be it's, a lot of it's, fun. It's, for me, it's been fun. I Obviously, I threw in the tennis ball thing today because I needed to. But, um, Jackson was Well, I had to bail Jackson out once again, <laughs> but I don't want to. We'll, get, we'll do that next episode. But um, watching you two as friends push each other and, like, how competitive you are, you know, I've gotten to know you way more in the last year, especially as you came down to Old Palm and stuff with Jackson and all that. But it's, like, fun watching you guys, like, and, heck, I mean, even though I don't teach you, but, like, I pull for you and watch your scoring and I watch you. I mean, it's cool watching that, you know. Um, I do think that's a cool part. Go ahead, Jackson K. Shout out, too, to uh, not only Coach Carter at Georgia Southern, because, like, creating that atmosphere at school is pretty difficult. And I think he's done an awesome job with those boys. Obviously, he's recruited some great young boys. And you guys are now feeding into the freshmen and sophomores and like your underclassmen there because they're going to, they have to carry that baton and kind of keep that culture going. But um, not every school is like that. So if you're a parent out there, maybe a high school kid looking to play at a school, I think it's important to find a culture too that you can grow into and get better over four years because that culture that you're talking about between these two isn't um, common, I would say. Um, I was fortunate enough to have it with a bunch of my guys and, and loved it, and it made the experience better, and it also made, like I think, the growth of my game much easier f- through my four years. Over to Erica. What are you going to miss about college, and what are you looking forward to about the next level? Um, Signing more flags. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't ready for this one. What am I going to miss about college? Signing the flag. <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, I mean, like they said, I already said that it's different for girls, but also just having a sense of like family when you're playing such a lonely sport like golf is. <laughs> um, I think that that definitely makes it more enjoyable and helps you kind of being in college is kind of like a built-in balance for your life as a golfer. I think that sometimes it's easy to get like obsessed with your golf game and like practice too much and like let it determine your, your mood after golf. Um, so I think just having teammates and having distractions in college, um, that are kind of built in will definitely be something that I miss. Um, but looking forward to it, I'm just super excited because I've always wanted to play on the LPGA Tour since I was a little girl. Um, going to Duke was kind of what was going to prepare, prepare me for the LPGA Tour. So just finally being in that spot um, is going to be super exciting. And I just feel really good with the people that I have around me at the moment um, that will help me in that transition. So I'm excited to see how that plays out and there's a lot of unknowns for sure, but just fully embracing those are gonna. It's gonna be fun. Jackson. So earlier she had talked about how uh, Ben helping her out there and like mm-hmm. getting help from good golfers was great for her confidence and taking it to the golf course. Um, I think it's always interesting from an outside perspective to see people talk about that and like how that builds their confidence when they talked about how good she was. And like, I think like having that, like having that inner belief and knowing like, yeah, okay, it's great that they're pumping your tires, 
but like you also hit it six yards behind Ben from the same tees on 18. And like, I see the download. You t- what uh, difference does that make? I hit that pretty good. <laughs> okay, but like, I'm just, I, I'm also pumping your tires too, but like, you're really good. And like, I, I know this transition from college golf to pro golf might seem like it's a whole new world, but it's, but it's really not because you guys are really good at golf. And I think the better you, you do at making your stuff the same and when you go out there and you just enjoy golf and, and do whatever it takes for you to have fun and be you on the golf course, it's not going to change when you go to professional golf. All right, last question for you, Jackson. Oh boy. What are you looking forward to seeing out of these three in the next, in the next level, next step? You know, uh, I think for me personally, obviously I like working with them and hanging out with them. And sometimes I think I learn more from them mm-hmm. than, than they learn from me. I really mean that. Like, I just like hearing what they're talking about and like how they process stuff. And because they're really good and they all do it differently. Mm-hmm. And I think if I can figure out a little bit of like what she's thinking and why she does this, it might help somebody else down the yeah, future, whether 100%. it's a, another good girl golfer in four years or it's some chop that I got on Wednesday. And I think that they'd be surprised how much like I learned from them. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I'm excited for because the better golf they play and the higher levels they play at, like there's stuff not technique-wise, like Ben's talking about preparation or what you do to warm up or the stuff that I learned just from exploring and asking really good golfers to try and help Mason about figuring out his feels from day to day helped me a ton sort through some stuff that I've been thinking about in the golf swing. So really, I think that's what I'm most excited for is just to continue to learn from them as they get better. Yeah, I think that's great. Is that an answer? I think that's great. Okay. Yeah, Mason wants to say something. I do. I just honestly, I just want to thank both y'all because it's amateur golf, college golf, professional golf is a really sketchy river to travel and without your guys' guidance i think it could be a little bit harder that's erica Lava. so <laughs> sketchy <laughs> i just want to thank you all for everything that you do for us well appreciate you yeah, not anymore. yeah we appreciate you and, and i'm looking forward to i echo what you said like to me the fun of coaching is the puzzle is like trying to figure out how each of them are different and how we can get them better. And, like, it's not always something you tell them in their golf swing. Sometimes it's just listening to them and figuring out stuff. Like, I actually thought today I was wanting her to go on the golf course with them, right? I was wanting her to see that it's not as shitty as she thinks it is at times on the golf course, right? And I wanted, you know, so, like, you start thinking of, like, well, what can I do to help her? What can I do to help you? Like, uh uh, you know, like getting, you know, like Andy texting you before the Masters. Like, what can I take from what I've learned from somebody else that helps somebody else, right? Which is what you're saying. So, anyways, this is awesome. This was fun. Yeah. Special shout out to Abby. Killing it. Yep. We're going to get some Dew Sweeper Vineyard Vines onesies sent down for the kid. Uh, buckle up. Buckle up. I mean, I think Tony with an I is a great girl's name. <laughs> Uh, or have you thought of Dew Sweeper Court? Dew Sweeper Court. <laughs> Dew Sweeper Daycare. Deuce. 
I mean, I think it's got a nice ring to it. We'll call her Dewey. <laughs> uh, anyways, but uh, Erica, thanks for hanging out. You've been a blast the last four months or whatever it's been. Um, thanks for putting up with me. Ben, you're stuck with me now, buddy. <laughs> Mason, don't lose that tennis ball, buddy, and you'll go all the way. <laughs> Jackson and Jackson also as we end up congrats again on having such a great place man it was a cool day out there and that golf course was fun as hell and the people were awesome director golf was great so it's fun and like um nothing better being in a place that they want you correct and every time I get to hang around you on a teaching tee like I learn a ton it's so fun so thank you for letting me be part of it, too. Well, we'll edit this down, so take out all the things where I've offended people and get this thing published. But thanks, guys. It was fun. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out Everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrixon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.